you can bring us in. Like we can validate you're not paying like a full salary W2 employee. And then we can kind of ramp you up quickly and then transition you into like your full-time team. I saw that that's really strong in the telecom industry. Like that's been around for a long time, but in SaaS companies, they're just now discovering like, oh, well, we could work with partners. We don't necessarily have to go all in on the direct model. And you find, I'm finding them within the last few years, like more and more SaaS companies are finding a partner channel. Friday, Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you guys are enjoying your week so far. This is the first audio only episode in a while. We had some technical difficulties, but we have since resolved all of those. And before I introduce my guest, of course, I only want you to do one thing. The Discord group is popping. So if you're not in the Thinking Project Discord group and you want to network, you want to get and more out of this podcast, then join the Discord group. That link will be in the description. Let me introduce Lindsay Ivy, who was the guest for today. She's a strategic business partnership and networking guru. She was absolutely so fun to talk to. Uh, This was an audio only episode and the next two will be audio only episodes because we had some technical difficulties, but no worries there. We got those all resolved. Video will be back up shortly. We might even bring Lindsay back on for another uh, video podcast uh, episode so we can throw it on YouTube. But with all that being said, join the Discord Support the podcast by supporting our sponsors. And thank you guys so much for listening. Okay. <laughs> We're good. We're in. We got the we got the video. We got the audio. So we'll we'll match it up later. Okay, cool. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I uh so I originally was introduced to you on LinkedIn as a like a networking you know, like a big network, you're, you have a big network. You do the meet my network every few days or like week now, or what do you do? Um, well, it's, it's interesting where that came up. Um, I know like Jared Olson's really awesome with like highlighting people and, um, Scott Schwab, but for the month of May, cause it's mental health awareness, awareness month. Mm-hmm. I thought like what better way to help people in their mental health than like highlight them Yeah, and like just acknowledge them. So that's where I decided to I tried to do every day, but then there's like a few days I missed, but I got a good, good chunk of people in no, there. You, so it's been fun doing that. So I just wanted to kind of, I'll probably continue doing that just maybe once a week versus like every day. Single day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was cool. Cause when I saw one of the people that I saw on your, the meet my network was Lark Galley. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah she's been on the podcast. So oh, yeah. she's fun. She's awesome. So I, I know Lark, we, we met a few years back and as you know, her story um yeah i have her book somewhere up here yeah she's yeah. got a book um but i actually help um nick and levi with we are mind oh yeah so i'm kind of built you know i've been helping build out that community as well we've done a few events i've helped them out with their last few events oh that's cool to raise money for people to get free therapy oh yeah or mental health so. oh wow yeah mental health is a big yeah is a big deal like well you know the last statistic i read was like that's probably the number one thing right now that, yeah. that like there's a shortage of access to mental health, right? There's a shortage uh-huh. of like professionals, I think uh, available to like give mental health, like counseling and things like that. I don't know. Well, and I think the biggest thing that we're seeing as well, I think people have a hard time opening up, but if you look in the last few years, like people are being way more open about it. And I think that's, you know, there's a ripple effect there mm. where people see like, Oh, I'm not alone here. I think everyone in some way like struggles 
um, to what level, like we don't know. And a lot of times it's just we're, if we're not having those open conversations and that open dialogue, then we're not allowing people to figure out like, what are the resources? What can I do? Am I just stuck this way or am I just going to have to struggle? But I think it's been really cool um, to see like Alex Boyer had a big um, mm. concert just a few weeks ago where it was it was incredible. Like I brought my kids, like my <laughs> younger kids. And it was cool to see that, like he was just trying to lift people, celebrate through music and then have people come up and just say, hey, it's OK. If you're struggling, it's totally OK. And he was really targeting a lot of the youth who I can't imagine, like. Yeah. Growing up with it, like I've got younger kids and I'm like, I don't even know what it's going to look like in like 10 years when they're teenagers. Um, I can't imagine like how difficult it's going to be for them. Yeah. And it's just difficult like now too. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's crazy. Like the youth, the youth situation is pretty, is a delicate one right now. Like yeah, there's social a, media, social media, all of the comparison. Oh my gosh. I don't, do, what do you think? Okay. We're going to get into like what you do. Cause I know you have Ivy league. Oh, That's yeah. your company, we're, right? We're going to go do that. <laughs> yeah. But like, what do you think about kids on social media or like having access to phones like that? I don't want my kids having that. Yeah. Um, I have um, some close connections that had access at an early age and it's like really um, harmed them in a way like their self-identity um, and different decisions they've made. And I think with kids, it's just they don't know how to process that because I, I think of myself growing up, right? Like if someone, if I didn't get invited to something, I didn't have it plastered all over like social media that I wasn't invited. Mm. I just didn't get invited. Right. Like, you yeah. know, we, this is before cell phones. So it's like, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. But now it's like, now there's the like button and there's, you know, like there's the association with like, you're validating yourself through an image or video or whatever you're doing online and how people react to it. Mm. Like we didn't have that. So it's just like, okay, well, whatever. Like I didn't get invited. It's sure. fine. But now it's like in your face. Yeah. 24 seven. Like in, and so I think it's really dangerous for kids. Yeah, I, I agree. I And there's a much, I think like social media is one of those things that as we learn more about it, you know, it's probably going to be, I don't know if it'll be this extreme, but in my mind, it's like, you almost have to be a certain age. Like you have to be mature enough to figure out like, to like scan through everything. And like, cause there's really bad parts of social media, but then I found out, I think too late that there's also like really good yeah, sides. There's you know what I mean? There's things. like good communities that we can build connections that we can have, but you have to be at that level to where you can be like, all right, that's not real, mm -hmm. but this, you know what I mean? But I can hang out over here or whatever. Yeah. And I even have some, my, um, stepsister, just she, my mom decided with her. Cause like she, I lost my dad when I was 20. So she remarried and then has like younger, I have step, a stepsister and a few other siblings there, but she decided like, she's just not going to give her a smartphone. So she's 17 now. She never had a smartphone and she's just doing so well. Yeah, how, she's thriving. Yeah. Like she, she just has, she's creative. She's got hobbies. Like she doesn't mm -hmm. get caught up in the drama and she's doing great. So it's kind of cool to see that through her. I'm like, oh, like <laughs> they can survive. Yeah, totally. You can take it away. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, Gab. Wires, yeah. Yeah. So I'm really phones. close with. Yeah. So they're, yeah. Inger and actually Martin are doing a safe tech conference, I believe in October. Wow. So she was that gap for like three years. So she saw that she heard the stories and I think she's decided to take that and build 
something that caters to like speaking to parents like, hey, you can't just hand your kid yeah. a smartphone. You just yeah. can't do that. So. Right. And so now we have like, I think that's better. Like I didn't, I grew up in that weird time, like early 2000s where like it was kind of like Facebook was really new mm-hmm. and like you could message people on, uh, do you remember? Uh, the AOL chat. <laughs> yes. Yes. You'd You're like come like, home. But then you're like, you're not right. who you say you are, right? You're probably some creepy yes. 50 year old guy who's talking yeah. to me when I'm 18. No, you're right. It's, it was wild. But like, that's yeah. but, so like Facebook wasn't really a thing. And yeah. that was pretty much the only thing we could do. But like, still, it was like really, we didn't really get that much into it. And it wasn't until like um, later on that, you know, in high school, like I think my senior year, finally, it was like, all right, this is a thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, Us millennials. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, what the heck? We're like, we didn't ruin everything. I know. We just got ruined. Yeah. That's all. We got screwed. That's what <laughs> kidding. No, that's cool. But uh, but no, it is it is funny, like the stigma of millennials. But is now is this some of the things that you work on like uh in Ivy League, your Ivy League company? Um so Ivy League, uh, my husband John Ivy and I founded the company it's been like four years now. So oh. We, we worked with a, a lot of different types of startups and we found that in those growing stages, it's like you're, there's a lot of discovery learning. Um, but the issue a lot of them have that we worked with was like, hey, we went and raised, you know, a chunk of money and now we're allocating 20,000 a month to a sales team or whatever that might look like. But then you go through the process of like, oh, you have an MVP actually it doesn't work. So now <laughs> you have to go back um, <laughs> rebuild, right. Yeah. That's happened actually three different times with companies I've worked with where they actually had to acquire the dev company, rebuild the entire product. But then you're in this awkward spot. You're like, well, I'm a salesperson, but I don't have anything, to anything sell. to sell. Or like it just changed yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Or it just changed or like they need to like put us on hold for a minute. So then we yeah. decided to, well, it's like, what if you could hire like a fractional sales team or like a fractional sales oh, leadership yeah. team. Heck yeah. So you can bring us in, like we can validate you're not paying like a full salary W2 employee. And then we can kind of ramp you up quickly and then transition you into like your full-time team. Oh, wow. That's cool. So, so you guys, so your team or you and your husband, is it just you and your husband? Um, we have a few other partners in it okay. as well that help out with different projects. So, uh, but it's been really cool. And then it's kind of fun too, cause you can kind of just, you know, if, if I decide like, Hey, there's one of these clients, like I really believe in, like, they're going to blow up. Yeah. I can kind of shift gears and put more resources into that as well. Oh, and helping cool. them scale. So kinda it's like, kind of yeah. like you're dating, right? <laughs> but cool. which I wish cool. they did yeah. more of that in just hiring. Right. Cause right. how often do you get hired with the company? And you're like, you're like, Oh no, I don't know if I'm like the best fit here or yeah. I-, I wish there was like, kind of like an, well, like a two, three month, like dating period. And that, you know, that way you're not seeing these like salespeople turn revolve, around yeah. every six months, you know? So, yeah, I've always thought about that with sales in general. Yeah. Like I think, and I know they're like resumes have their purpose and like formal interviews have their purpose, maybe in other industries, but I don't feel like sales is one of those. No, like you really just got to know how someone sells because like, or like you really just got to know how they like interact with people. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, it's like, um, you can have a super charismatic guy come, or girl come in. They're really bubbly. They're really fun. They have all the things you can see. And then they get in there and they can't talk to a customer or vice versa. Like yeah. me, like I'm like, there's a couple, like Jordan Peterson said, there's a couple parts of outgoing and one of them is assertive. 
And like, so I'm outgoing, but I'm like, not, I'm not a pep rally guy. Like I don't enjoy, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that drains me. I'm introverted. I'm like, I don't like yeah, that at all. Yeah. But like, if you put me in front of a customer and you need me to sell something like, that's fine. Let, yeah. Let's go. I just, but like, I don't get riled up with like gold stars or like mo- monsters at the beginning. I'm like, just yeah, let me go to work. The chest pump. <laughs> yeah. I don't do that. No, I don't do that. <clears throat> so, yeah. but, but sometimes, but like, I've been overlooked at sales positions because I'm not like, like recruiters have told me like, well, we need someone more exciting. I'm like, all right, cool. Like <laughs> when I find the people, there's a different, yeah, there's different types of salespeople. I'm more introverted. So I don't come off that way, but I am more strategic. So when I sit in and I'm like thinking through, so I'm like an introverted salesperson, yeah. which we do exist. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. We're I know. A lot of them. We're good in our own <laughs> way, you know, Yeah. Um, where John's more extroverted. So actually that's why we're a good team. So he can. You know, <laughs> snag the, the companies Fabio together. Hair, yeah. like, his hair. It's like, yes, hey, he has great to, hair. I'm here to slide the deal contract over. You see the sign, sign right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where like, I I go in and I identify like ways to help and uh, different partnerships, and that's that's where my brain goes. And that's what I I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about mm-hmm. helping a company through partnerships. So that's mutually beneficial. It's not just one sided. Yeah. So. Oh, that's cool. But no, you're right. Like introverted salespeople exist, but like some introverts like get passed over. Cause they're not like the, yeah, the rah, rah kind of, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, I think the older I get, the more introverted I get, but I'm still pretty extroverted. Like I can still work a room, but like, I'm also not like, I don't, I just don't. Get well, if you're doing a podcast, I'd imagine you'd have to be extroverted. <laughs> yeah, right. This is not like something I, I would, I do. don't know though. Cause when we were at, I was at the consumer summit. I didn't, I didn't see you, but I know you were there, but, uh, <clears throat> a few people came up to me and they're like, Hey, you're, you're Dalton on the thinking project. I'm like, yeah. And I go in my head, I'm like, this could be really good or really bad. You're like, <laughs> they, is, they've listened to this. So is it a good? <laughs> right. yeah, I don't, if it's bad, they probably wouldn't come up. To probably not. Yeah, probably so. not. But it's always funny. It's like, cause we say some, like we have some strong opinions on here and uh, which is fine. Uh, but I know a lot of people don't always agree with it. So it's like, Oh, this could be, which is fine. I think yeah. I like diverse opinions. I like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just, just getting inputs on both sides. So cool. So where did you come up with the idea that, um, I mean, how did it start? Like, have you always been in sales like your to start your company? So I started, I was just one of those like kind of hungry teenagers. I wanted, well, and then we had seven kids growing up. So if you wanted to buy anything, like you had to get a job. That was like really (laughs) the day I turned 16, I went to Carl's jr. Then I went to do, um, another I grew up in California, so there's a Patton Oscars. I don't okay. know. Temecula. I don't okay. Know. No, I don't know. If you know Temecula, you know Patton Oscars. Okay. Uh, so I worked there. I did a lot of their catering and, and then I moved here when I was 18 and that's when I really got into sales, which was uh, Best Buy. So I got into retail oh, sales. Heck yeah. I was there for like five years. Uh, I went and I served a mission in England knock doors like that. That's a grind. <laughs> yeah, is People it. who are not interested <laughs> in hearing, yeah, hearing what you have to say. A lot of them aren't, um, yeah. but it was, it was, yeah, that's, that's where, you, you know, that thickened my skin a little bit. And then when I got home, I got back into retail sales. I worked at RC Willie and then I got into telecom actually. Oh, cool. So I did telecom sales for a while. So I've always really been in sales, yeah. um, which I enjoy doing, but then I kind of found my way in marketing. Like I didn't go to school for it. 
I wasn't really ever in marketing, but I, I really enjoy marketing through like organically, just through like LinkedIn, through events, through different things like that. Mm-hmm. Cause it's kind of fun to see like, okay, if I, I'm just going to throw this random event together. Like one day I, in my mind, I was like, I'm just, I think we should all meet at Top Golf at this time, like a two hour block. And then have like, we'll just, people can buy their own lunches. We'll just get a few bays together. And it started from like, it had like five people. I think two people attended the first one. I just posted it to social. <laughs> yeah. And then we ended up getting up to like 60, 70 people every week Whoa. until they like kicked us out. So Until they said you couldn't come anymore? No, because we we're like too many people. <laughs> it was fine. Oh, dang. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's a great place. But that ever. was like three, four years ago. Yeah. So. But it, it's kind of fun to, I like just trying different things. I'm like just pushing boundaries. I'm like, I wonder if I can pull this off. Like yeah, I'm going to do a show. cybersecurity summit <laughs> with one other person. And um, we did that where we like built the website. We did all the organic marketing. We got 40 speakers and we had like 2,500 people register Holy in like cow. a matter of like three months. I'm like, so I'm like, I'm kind of crazy that way. It's like, <laughs> tell me I have two weeks for something. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. But it's funny. Like now salespeople, I feel like you have to be, marketing. Like I learned marketing yeah. and sales way too late. I feel like because sales, like, especially when you get on social media, like I didn't know what copywriting was and that there was actually kind of a way to like write online so that people want to read it. I probably still don't know. I'm dyslexic. So like half my posts, I go back and I'm like, dang it. <laughs> no, me I have too, to like but, edit, <laughs> edit, edit. No, me too. Like my I, grammar is terrible. It's just my brain. Is, anyways, I'm like, no, you know I, what? People know my, know it. And I think they're forgiving because they, <laughs> I literally have grammar issues. Like every single post. I have. No, I do. No, me too. Somebody, I posted the other day and somebody was like, I, I put fell instead of feel. <laughs> And like, uh, someone called someone, you. yeah, so it was like, Hey, you just changed it. I was like, ah, oh, okay. Chill. <laughs> yeah. Grammarly didn't catch that one for no, me. No, okay. Grammarly. Actually, I put it on my phone. It's laggy. So I'm like, oh, yeah. this is annoying. <laughs> Cause it's so slow yeah. and I fat finger things. And I'm like, you know what? Just put it out there. If you I'm just you'll gonna throw get it. it out there, if people understand it. Who yeah. cares? It's yeah. fine. But, but marketing just in general, like, yeah. How do you like for salespeople is really important now, especially because like, most salespeople want to have their own brand and yeah. like their own network and stuff. Um, well, and I, I got around the writing thing um, because now I just do it. I just talk and go on Girl, video. This is great. <laughs> so I'll ramble around for three or four sentences and you'll eventually. Get what yep. Yeah. That's cool. So, I mean, when did you realize like uh, that you were, that you like to go like the marketing route and like the partnership route? Um, because I am an introvert, I'm not necessarily like a huge fan of like cold calling. Okay. Yeah. Or going that traditional route, um, cold emails. I'm like, there has to be a better way to like build a business than through that route. So I had to get creative. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't love, um, cold calling or doing any of those things. So I'm going to like, what if, an, and in telecom, I did that for a while with a company I worked with where I was on the partner channel and I just loved it. It's like, okay, you meet with partners, you find out like what companies they're working with, if you're a good fit for them, and then you develop those relationships. So I, I saw that that's really strong in the telecom industry. Like that's been around for a long time, but in SaaS companies, they're just now discovering like, oh, well, we could work with partners. We don't necessarily have to go all in on the direct model. 
And you find I'm finding them within the last few years, like more and more SaaS companies are finding a partner channel yeah. there because it it's super lucrative. Like, for example, Cisco, um, I think 85 percent of their business is driven through partners. Yeah, absolutely. So if you can figure it out, if you can lock that down, <laughs> um, so much business is done through relationships. And if it's hard to get into that relationship cold. Mm. So if you can establish that through a partner, then it's easier to close a business. Absolutely. I remember like, so my sales started in cars. Mm -hmm. So like retail sales. Oh, it's like direct. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Retail. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. I mean like cars is kind of weird because we, I mean, they, we were under like retail, but it was like, also they were buying like $40,000 stuff, you know? Um, So it was just kind of weird, but a lot of our business, like I, we had a general manager come in and kind of like, you know, seven or eight years ago. And he was like, we should be focused on partnerships. And I was like, what are you, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. For cars. And it, but it was like, so there were a few things that we knew, like, because of marketers. So we knew like if someone had moved into a new house, that there was like a 60 to 70% chance they were going to buy a new car huh. for any reason. Like maybe they want, maybe they were driving further, maybe they were driving closer. So they didn't need to save them gas miles yeah. or whatever. Right. Like, but so I partnered with a titling company and then a, an apartment company. Oh, interesting. Huh. And I was like, and I would just tell them like, all right, if you send someone to me, you'll get a little bit. And then I'll like, I'll also pay like whatever's part of their closing costs or their couple months rent or whatever. And uh, it was great. So then we started partnering with like everybody in the neighborhood. <laughs> How so did that work out? Oh really yeah, it was well. great. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't ever have to like, I followed up, made call, made phone calls following up with people, but people just come in and ask for you. Like so-and-so sent me from the title company. I'm here to That's get smart. A car. See yeah. that? I love that. <laughs> yeah. And now I tell people that like um, every once in a while, I'll help people with sales and, and they're like, well, how do I grow my company organically? And I'm like, go find somebody to partner with. Like mm-hmm. go find somebody in your same customer sale. Like for us, cars and houses, we're in the same kind of boat uh, as, you know, so like marketing and maybe, you know, whoever. Um, but yeah, just find those companies you can partner with and like you f- help each other, feed each other. So the interesting thing there is a lot of people like they don't, I I consulted a few different groups. Like there's a, there's web dev companies everywhere or (laughs) app building companies. Yeah. So a few of the ones I worked with is like, have you ever considered going to another web dev company and partnering with them? And they're like, no, I would never call (laughs) my competitor. I would never do that. Yeah. And then we ended up reaching out to a few and we find out like, oh, they only do, you know, they only develop in this language or they only do this side size of projects. Yeah. So we actually found a lot of um, value in going to, and they're the best partners because they're literally yeah. vetting out <clears throat> the same decision makers that you are. So I think it's important to actually think like outside the box as well, as far as like who you can partner with. Yeah. Like it could actually be someone who <laughs> overlaps with you a little bit in what they do. Which is great because I mean, I think the, I think the number one way to build scarcity in your company and like drive, draw people to you is like being able to disqualify people. Like, Hey, I don't think we're a good fit, but I'll tell you what, like, you know, this other web dev company would actually fit you a lot better. Like, go ahead. Um, because like then, then you like build trust with the company, but also like you get out of that mindset that I have to work with everybody. And I, cause I just think that yeah. gets pretty dangerous. Like I've fired cus- customers and like, I've gotten in trouble at companies where I'm like, 
I, I get on the phone, like an SDR has me a lead and I get on the call and I'm like, this, you know, this is too early. Like, you don't need us right now. You probably need something like this. Yeah. They like get in trouble. And I'm like, why? We did like, my deal. <laughs> yeah. You lost it. Yeah. I'm like, no, dude, we actually didn't have one. So I know, I know it's, it's okay to say no. I've yeah. had to say no to a lot of things yeah. recently where it's just like, if you take on too much or take on the wrong things, it ends up being way more work for your company and costing you more. So, yeah, absolutely. So. And this kind of fractional CRO, like sales team for you, for you guys, um, how does that like, how does that, I guess, what's the pitch like? Like, what, how does that work? Like you, oh, I just I mean, send Fabio in and he goes, <laughs> I just like, execute. You just, yeah. You, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. like behind the, I'm, I'm always typically I'm behind the scenes. Um, in the background, just like, you know, yeah, May, you're, you make all the magic work. Just, just doing stuff. <laughs> That's like, cool. So he, well, he, yeah, well, and I, I've got a few of my own, like I'm helping with, um, venturecapital.org. They have a big, oh cool we rock. So it's a women entrepreneur event oh, coming cool. up. So they're doing we golf. So they're trying to get more women golfing oh cool um, in the business setting. And then they have their big summit. So I, I get brought on to do that. And then, um, the consumer summit, they had me come in to kind of market organically, get butts and seats. And then as well as recently um pattern i just helped out in the last few weeks but cool. they were already killing it they, they have a yeah. really cool event coming up so yeah i met a few people from pattern at consumer summit and your marketing worked because you posted it and i saw rob palecki yeah. comment uh and he's been on the podcast actually i'm helping him with his podcast and uh oh, cool yeah so he's gonna have a really fun one. Oh, he's got such a good personality he's got he's he's, he's and like his the story radio, like hey <laughs> And he's people yeah. don't want to listen to me. That's like, <laughs> no way. Fine. But it's great though. Like be, you'd be surprised, like who listens to podcasts. But I was at the consumer summit, and uh, yeah, that's where I met Susan. She's at. Um, oh, she's and, uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Crossing my fingers. We so Cindy Tetra hopefully is going to come on. Oh um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But she's so busy, which is like great for her. Like I work with like high you know, high speed, high growth, like entrepreneurs come on here. So I miss, I get some and I lose some. Right. But she's great either way. I don't yeah, really she's care. Awesome. She's awesome. So her, her talk was like great. Oh yeah. At the consumer summit. Yeah. They, they, it was super well done. So yeah. They did a great job. And so you, you were help market. So how do you help market those companies? Like, or are those, those events like LinkedIn? <laughs> really? Yeah. You just kind of go, you just, yeah. A lot of it's like community partners. It's just strategy, like mm -hmm. what you do to kind of get the, the event, the event out there. Um, I partner up with some other people to like help push it to their networks. And a lot of people don't, they think they can post a few times about an event and they can <laughs> fill it up. But a lot of my time spent like manually, like, <clears throat> inviting people in person like or oh. like I, if i'm networking i'm like hey you should come to this oh yeah or okay. like i'm on linkedin like hey this is actually like you're in e-commerce this is going to make sense for you so i'm actually texting people messaging them <laughs> i would say probably 60 percent of the the tickets that i'm able to get is through like that personal touch yeah because it's one thing to see something but you want to feel like you're welcome to it like you want to be invited to it yeah so I think a lot so of it's just, just man, it's manual. <laughs> it's just, well, yeah. And then people end up going and they're like, yeah, I'm glad I went. You know, I never would have oh, yeah. thought to go. So yeah. I got way more than 35, the $35 ticket. At oh, yeah. Summit. oh yeah. Oh yeah. There, there's huge value I didn't, there. I didn't even win any of the prizes. I just like all just the connections. Just in the swag alone. Yeah. I'm like, holy cow. They came. I'm like, yeah. 
they went all out. So, yeah. And, yeah. And I was like, but like the connections I made, I was like, holy cow, that was cool. And like, yeah. uh, hopefully again, cross fingers, but like Tristan Ikaika, he was super cool. Yeah. And then you got to meet, I think that was the coolest yeah. thing. That's what they did so well with it. Um, Tanya Brown was the one that kind of mm-hmm. like, she's like the genius behind the scenes too, like running the event and organizing <laughs> it as well. And she did such a good job just like bringing the community. And then you just felt like it, there wasn't someone above you like that you couldn't meet. Right. They were just there. Like they yeah. were a part of it. They were just hanging out in the lobby. Like yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was great. And me and Tristan had like a similar story. He's Hawaiian, but we both, oh, nice. but we both don't look like it. <laughs> I'm like, but, you, yeah. but you're chill. And you're like, right. Yeah. We're just, yeah. We're, yeah. We're hanging out. I, I like that though. That's cool. So, I mean, what's the secret to networking? Like what, what have you found any, or is it just like, or is it just like, you just got to work? Like you just takes time. Um, I think the biggest thing is like not going into a networking event, like expecting to close deals. I think that's that yeah. a lot of times where people are like, oh, I have to get busy. If they don't see an ROI from a networking event, like yeah. they're just kind of turned off them from them. But for me, it's if you have to go in with the mentality of like building relationships. And then I try to walk away with, any phone calls or interactions I have with like making introductions for people. Like I don't even ask initially like that first interaction. It's just like, Oh, you're doing this. I'm going to connect you to this person because that's going to benefit you. Mm -hmm. So that's really helped me is just not thinking about myself in those situations, but being able to help other people. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like sales, right? Like when you're, when you go into a conversation, you kind of have to divorce yourself from the outcome. Like if this Mm -hmm. works out sweet, if it doesn't sweet, but like, we're going to figure this out. Uh, and I think you, and obviously you become more successful, like in your case, right? Like very successful yeah. networking. Well, and it it's like, if I go to, I go to bed at night and I feel good about mm-hmm. what I did in the day. Like if I'm just grinding, like constantly asking and just like, you know, dialing for dollars, <laughs> like I just can't do that. It's just like, I'm not built that way. Like, so yeah. I have to do, <clears throat> and I realize like that does work for companies. Like they grow and become unicorns and it's all dialing for dollars or doing all that, which is great. But I just. That's just not how I function. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think there's a time and place for each one of them. Oh, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're important. You need that. Like companies yeah. need to scale. They have to have that. It's just having the right person do it. Yeah. Exactly. I might not be the right person. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's fair. Well, and that's the same. I think what people get frustrated most with like networking or like organic market, like podcasts, like when yeah. I try to tell people about podcasting, they're like, well, what am I going to get in the first couple of months? I'm like, probably nothing. Like, are we're just out there getting our name out there? Like we're building brand awareness. Yeah. We're, you know, communicating our values and our culture to people. And like networking is kind of the same. Like, yeah, you can't go. Yeah. It's like slow dating. It's, <laughs> it's slow like, dating. <laughs> like just chill. But it, it works. Like it does it, work. Um, yeah. It, there's a lot of proven companies built on partnerships. So yeah, if you do it right, it works well. That's cool. And so as far as like your company and, and getting to where you are, are today, that that's pretty much what you guys have done. Just like networking or like, have you, what else have you done? Um, just networking. <laughs> our website's not even done. Don't go to our website. <laughs> yeah, it's like four years. Like we got, you know, the you got domain. a little landing page or whatever. <laughs> it's literally not. I think they're still in like Swedish or something. Like that. <laughs> that's good. Cool. Oh yeah. The Latin, the, the Latin, whatever, the, the whatever. It comes in. Yeah. No, but do you really need a website to be successful like this? Um, it depends what type of business you have, yeah. right? Um, service-based companies. I think it's probably more important to like prove yourself and especially if you're like local service-based company. Yeah. I, so maybe I'll get in trouble for saying this, but I don't, <laughs> We've been successful without it, but yeah. 
we're comfortable where we're, where we are. If we were looking to scale and like have sure. like 15, 20 people under us and then, yeah, you definitely need a website, but yeah. I, our LinkedIn page has kind of been our website. That's cool us, though. So. Yeah. I mean, wherever somebody can like go and find out where you and then your own brand, right? Like people can go on your page in LinkedIn and be like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. And then, and, and I'm sure it, like it happened for me, like in all my sales careers, I, I think I told people about my podcast too late when I was hiring, when I was like trying to find jobs. Um, because like at my last couple of companies, like it was really easy for me to like, like I just bring my network and like, you just know, it was, really easy. Yeah, it was yeah. really easy for me to sell stuff. And they're like, they're like, how did you do this? And like at my last company and they're like, how'd you do this? I was like, well, you know, I have a podcast with like a couple, couple thousand listeners every time we drop this. Yeah. They're like, no, I had no clue. And they're like, that's a really unfair advantage. I'm like, ah, eh, well. You're like, so I work for a company called so-and-so and we do this. You're like elevator pitching yeah. yourself. No, I did. So what I did the last time was there was like a really big client that we were trying to get our foot in the door. And I was like, Hey, let me try something. I was like, let me ask them to be on a podcast. And they were, and so this big company was like, yeah, for sure. We'll send our CEO. And I was like, cool. And so uh, I love it. <laughs> so then they came on and, and I was like, this episode just happens to be sponsored by the company I worked for that I know you. <laughs> and they were like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know you worked for them. That's so cool. Let's talk. And I was like, that was it. Boom. We are done. I love that. that. That gets me so excited. That's like the best type of self-development. Yeah. Cause I like I, adding value. Yeah. Sure. You just like, and everybody likes to talk about what they're doing. Unless you're introverted like me. <laughs> right. You're like, give me your bio. I'm like, Ugh. Oh, you're like, how am I going to put this? I know it's always, like, weird. I, I don't even know. I don't like talking about myself. I like I'm behind the scenes. Like I don't need right. to be on stage. I'm right. Like, right. That's cool. No, but that's, but like when I started, um, when I was trying to get out of car sales into more like a professional sale or whatever. And I wanted to like get into like the networking outside of cars. And I had asked a few people to go to lunch. I was like, Hey, I'll buy, I'll pay for your lunch. Like, can I just pick your brain? They're like, no. And then <clears throat> two months later I had this idea for the podcast. And so I emailed them all back and I was like, Hey, do you actually want to come on a podcast and like talk about what you're doing and, and, uh, and tell the world. And they were like, absolutely. <laughs> the ego. He's got a stroke, the yeah, ego. Right. I was like, we'll I have cool cameras. They're like, well, I was like, we'll I have cool cameras, good mics. I'll post it for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you can have whatever you want from it. Give it to your marketing team. They're like done. So but, it was crazy. Well, that's the great, well, that's why you're doing your business, right? Like that's, yeah. I think that's an awesome idea. Cause I can think of so many companies that I work with that are trying to get that kind of that organic reach yeah. through podcasting and different things like that. And just yeah. building a brand. Um, but they're not going to do it themselves. Oh yeah. Well, like I hate, so I had a call, like I posted that on, on LinkedIn and, and they were like, uh, yeah, I had a few people call me and they were like, um, I've been waiting for you to post that. Cause I do not want to learn how to do any of this stuff, but I know we need it. I'm you're like, like you're <laughs> like, I will do it for you. I've got yeah. This. Cause it's like, you don't want to learn it. Like I had somebody yeah. else call me and they were like, Hey, how do I start a podcast? And I was like, cool. Yeah. All my information is free. Like if you want to not start a podcast, I'll tell you everything. But like, then, then I told him and he was like, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> well, that's why we're here. It's like, weirdly enough. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to own yeah, right. a company. But it's like, I heard uh, someone say, I can't remember who said it, but now it's like, now it's a pretty common phrase, but like give the information, sell the implementation. Yep. So that's what I do. Like yeah. I just tell everybody, all my conversations are free. You want, there's my, my calendar's free. Mm -hmm. You just book whatever you want and I'll talk to you. But. Well, that's worked well for us as well. So we'll sit yeah. down and go through them like you need to do this, this, and this. And they're like, 
I'm not, I don't have time to do that. <laughs> I'm like, well, or you could hire me to do it. So, but like, there's like good value in that. Yeah, like, I'm like, I, I'll give you ideas all day long. There you go. But, but like, if you can't you execute them, if you can't execute, then yeah, then they're just then we're just talking, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's cool to do it that way. Like, I think it's great to do it that way because I've never had a backfire on me. Yeah, and and even if I've given, so there have been a couple times where I've given people info. And they ran and took it and made their own podcast. And now it's doing great. And I'm like, sweet. I'm like, now I know it works. You're (laughs) validating. So that I call them and I'm like, hey, can I tell people that we had talked about this and I give you a few ideas? They're like, yeah, for sure. So it works out either way. (laughs) Win-win. Either way I win. Yeah. Either way you do it yourself and I get, I get a little pat on the back or, or we win, but that's cool. Like, and that's kind of been your whole, your whole, your whole kind of venture. You just loved getting into sales. You just loved, like, what do you love about sales? Like, why did, why was that like? Why was Best Buy like, I got to go work for Best Buy? Oh, <laughs> I was 18 and a broke. I'm like, I don't know if it was. <laughs> okay. Okay. But like, but, but like, I do, I did like the job. Um, I, I like the, I'm a little competitive. So mm-hmm. I think part of me is just like, kind of like seeing not with the others, but more like myself. So I like to drive things and like push them along and see how, like how far I can take them. Mm. So that's why I like working with startups because it's fun. Cause you can yeah. like go in and you get to be a part of like the creative process and you yeah. get to be a part of like what's being built versus going into a company where it's like, okay, this is exactly how you do your job. I'm like, I can't do that. It's like, <laughs> I, you gotta let me, <laughs> I'm a peacock captain. You gotta let, you me, gotta fly. let me go. <laughs> so, have you seen, have you seen that movie? The other guys? No. Okay. That's obviously, a line in the movie. Obviously. <laughs> that's a line in the movie. It's really fun. If you said, have you seen Coco Melon? Oh, like the last week. I've seen Cocomelon. Um, then yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Yep. That's all I watch. I go, like, okay, what a, what adult movie have I seen oh, in no. the last I feel you two though. years, you know? When I had my daughter, my my little girl, and everybody was like, oh, get ready for all the princess movies. And I'm like, I don't even watch. Like, yeah. they're not even in my house. And I was like, you're, you're crazy. But she felt like, I don't know how she found them, but she found them. And now we're princesses. And my son is Avenger. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, how, I don't know how you got that, but like, they find it. <laughs> they like, they dress up. They find your makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and they destroy your makeup. Yep. They yep. they paint my nails. I've had to go to work with painted nails because you can't take them off. Your little girl painted your nails. Oh, it's fine. Like it. Yeah. Yes. Painted nails. Not a big deal. Yeah. No. 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 I don't think it is in general, but it's just funny. Like my my daughter go. Let me paint your nails. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Like just stay in the lines, <laughs> yeah, right. so it's not too sloppy. Yeah. 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 No, that's cool. Um, what do you think is the most important thing? So you talked about your company, um, you know, getting like validating MVPs, maybe having to go back and, and rework some things. How do you, what do you look for in like a solid MVP or like a solid, like, okay, we've got the structure now. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get to that point? Um, so a lot of it is just testing. <laughs> like you have to, you really have to go to the market and implement it to know. And mm-hmm. that, that was the case for a lot of these other companies. So it was kind of like that. Oh shoot moment where it's like, they thought they had, you know, it was coded in India and they had their clickable wireframe and it looked awesome. Like mm-hmm. we'd go do demos and everyone'd be like, yeah, this is great. We want to do it. And then you go to onboard and I'm standing there and like watching it fall apart. Like, Oh no, but you don't know. Like yeah. a lot of it's. So I think the biggest thing is like, don't be cheap on your dev, mm-hmm. like get a team. Like it's going to cost you twice. You're going to pay the first time and then you're going to buy, you're going to go to a more expensive dev team to get it done right. So I would say 
like, it's great to do like, obviously everyone's bootstrapping and their cat. So like the clickable wireframe is great because you can go out and pre-sell, but when it comes to actually like getting it developed, like don't be cheap mm-hmm. would be my. So once you got, once you got the pre-sales. Yeah. Maybe you have like, it to look like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Like I'm bought in. I, I have, um, I've signed off on it. I've got like a thought, you know, I've got 20 customers that are ready to go once we're, once we're in mm-hmm. like go pre-sell it. But don't be cheap on it. Like, <laughs> but once you pre-sell, then like, let's go. Like, don't be cheap. Because it's yeah. just like, I've seen so many times where it's like, oh, now we have to acquire the dev shop. Mm. And we have to sell dev services <clears throat> to float our company. Oh, that geez. happens a lot. So do, do you think that's the problem with like the term minimal, minimum viable product, like MVP? Do you think yeah. that's like, do you, because I've heard like both sides of the fence, like people are like, get an MVP and then go. And I've heard people like, you know, you wouldn't say minimum viable marriage, right? Like you would. <laughs> and I go, Oh, well, okay. Well, I I can say the companies that did do the, like they went through the MVP process, but it was like not even functional. Like mm. you can have a product that does like minimum has minimum features. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Like the, like the bear, like but maybe it doesn't have like all the other bells and whistles that you Yeah. Need. Like, like night, but it works. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You can sell it to someone they can use it. And then you can go in and add features. And after that, okay. the issue is like when you're selling a product that doesn't even work, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's hard to sell. That is hard to sell. And I have sold things like that. And you're like, no, just trust. Like, you know, like you're yeah. going through like, oh, just give it, you know, we'll go back and fix it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you just ha- like, that would be, it's like, it's worth raising the right capital to have a solid product yeah, because otherwise be- you're paying you're just throwing money at the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that, that's no fun. No. But and I and I guess that that's why I always ask that question is like I don't have a problem with that and I agree with you. Like we just need the minimum to get started, to start selling it, to show people that it works. Like yeah, like for my podcast, like we didn't start with all this stuff. Like we got the bare, oh, yeah. you know, we got the bare basics like what well, whatever we need to record, then we did. And as we then we kept we're like I was like, "Oh, this is this is actually going to work. People are liking this." I need to upgrade my equipment. I need to do, you know, which is perfect example. You had features or you had a product or service that you could sell. Yeah. Not here's something (laughs) that looks really good, but you can't actually use it. But yeah, but we can't actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a perfect example of what you did. So I, I, yeah, that's a great, great way to go. Okay. Um, cause you can sell on, uh, like, Hey, if, if, would you be interested in this if we built it? And they were like, yep. Like that's totally fine too. Like mm-hmm. if you're just going out there and finding interest in the market before yeah. you even have anything, here's a slide deck. We're going to build this. Oh, would cool. you buy it? You know, like I think that's even better than like, I just dumped $400,000 into an MVP that I have to completely recode because <sighs> I can't even build off of it. Those that's where I, I bet you if like people don't want to talk about this, but I bet you it happens way more often than you would think. Uh, well, I, yeah. I know it happens way more. Yes, I know from like, I'm like personally, <laughs> personally, like, yeah, that's why I, you know when you like when you because I because I've also helped like I've done a little bit of freelancing like I don't really I don't advertise that I do like a little bit of sales but like I've done it for people where I'm like I go back and I'm like 
the good news is I don't work for you, so I can give you it straight. <laughs> like, Bad news is you don't have anything. <laughs> Bad news is, is I'm going to give it to you straight. And yeah. <laughs> we got to fix this problem. <laughs> yeah. Which is, it's hard to hear, but I think you can go about it the right way. Like, I think mm-hmm. you're a perfect example of that. Of just like, okay, well now we have to upgrade because people are, there's interest. We mm-hmm. have cash coming in and we can upgrade equipment now. So. Yeah. We can upgrade equipment. We can make it a little more professional. The next thing, and Ben and I know this, the next thing is a studio. <laughs> So we can, so we can do that. little padding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what's fun though? And this is kind of like about the cool organic stuff is like, you, you have like stuff, but everybody knows I do this from like my dining room or like, we'll do it out of somebody's business or we'll do it at like, and people love it. Like they still watch it anyway. So it's like, do we really need a studio? Um, you could get a kill membership and just use their podcast room. For like yes. 200 bucks a month. Yes. And, and, uh, we can also use their conference. I talked to him about this. I, I went in, like- I went to the Salt Lake one and I was like, Hey, if I just came in here one day and I sit, they're like, well, you can't film other people. And I was like, I know that. Uh, I was like, so if we put up a curtain, yeah, I can go use one of your conference rooms. Sure. I'm like, all right. So that's, next. there you go. <laughs> we'll do that next. It's gotta get creative. But, uh, <clears throat> no. And, and actually the one in Salt Lake said that they were going to do like a whole room dedicated to like, if somebody wanted to come in with their own stuff and film oh, like we would have a spot versus having like whatever like a, yeah thing they had there yeah so. whatever like well their podcast rooms are fine if you're solo but if you're doing something like this we have we'd have to use one of their conference rooms got it <laughs> but no but their podcast room's great like i know a company who was like uh you know we don't need your services right now because it's only me doing the podcast and i just use kiln's thing i just plug in my laptop and record i'm like okay cool you should have us <laughs> getting ideas for you oh yeah so this it. is what I do. Like <laughs> I love like, so Kiln, they have so many different startups there. Like what mm-hmm. if you went in and partnered with them and offered a service to all of their companies? That's a great podcast. I actually, I, I didn't think about that, but when I, I guess I was vain thinking about it. Cause yeah. I walked into Kiln to meet with one of the people I'm doing a podcast with. And I was like, Oh, there's so many businesses here. What if I just Put, stayed put here yeah and then like people saw me walking by and they would be like hey you want to but i didn't even think about going to the man just like go straight to them and like you get a discount through kilm on your podcast services yeah and yeah. they're going to be here this day like and you we'll set a day record, and time yeah. and just come in yeah and it's like a membership type thing yeah that'd be cool and because, then you're just there you stay put and you yeah. just like record a bunch of content <laughs> yeah because like so there's two ways to think about podcasting like there's one way of like Hey, maybe we just set up, set up the cameras and we'll make cool TikToks for you, cool reels or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you, and that's a one-off thing. Like you don't need to, a thing, but <clears throat> if you're doing a podcast, if you want to do like that kind of thing, like an actual YouTube channel or podcast, I always tell people like, if you're, if you're not committed for more than a year, like then don't hire me. Cause you're going to call me in three months and tell me that I'm wasting your money right? Yeah. because like, it just takes time. Like I didn't like my podcast grew to where it was. It's been like three years and I'm still growing. Like I'm still. Mm-hmm. But it's been like, but like the first year, you, everybody looked at me and thought I was stupid. They're like, no one's listening to you. Like only my, only my wife and my, my mother-in-law were like sharing my stuff. Uh, and I was like, yeah. It's, well, it's that consistency. Even on, on LinkedIn, yeah. I started being pretty consistent on LinkedIn. It's been four years. Yeah. And it took a long time. Yeah. Like people think they're like, oh, I got to get into LinkedIn. And then they just start posting and they're like, I'm only getting like two, two or three likes. I'm like. Like it takes a long time yeah. and just like that consistency, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's and, cool. And I guess, so kind of like back to, you know, back to what you guys do, right. And like how you network to get where you are and, and uh, set up partnerships like those, like, I think people like cold calling and there's a lot of like, Oh, there's closers, huge value. Closers huge value get, in that, yeah, 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 there is. But I think it gets like more of the, 
more of the publicity because it has that immediate, like you can get on a fall call and have a one call close Mm -hmm. and make all the money that you need to make in one month. Whereas like organic marketing, podcasting, networking, like you don't do that. Like that's not the point. The point is to like, I think feel like that kind of stuff is like foundation. And then I think you can build off that build like, and then I think cold calling really works like as you build together, as you build them both. Right. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I would agree. I think, um, it, takes more time. So I think there's yeah. just not that immediate gratification. Yeah. Like, people don't like, like what I've pitched my podcast to some people and or like my services and they're like, how long? I'm like, oh, it'll take like 12 to 18 months before we start. Like, you know, they're like, no, nah, I'm good. I need it quicker. And I'm really, like, where's okay. my TikTok? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to get the TikTok. Yeah. Then I tell them that. Then I go, oh, do you want to go to TikTok? I'll make you TikTok. <laughs> but even TikTok, like, you're not yeah, going to go you know, viral every no. time. Like that takes a lot of consistency. Yeah. So. Actually, like I've interviewed a few, um, like social media marketers, big TikTokers, and they're like, they actually only plan on one of their posts going viral, like quote unquote mm-hmm. viral, like one of their posts after out of maybe like 20 that they actually post. So if you go look at some of these influencers, yeah, you'll see like, true. you'll be like 1 million, 1 million, 5,000, 5,000. You know what I mean? Like yeah. only a couple of them even hit. Yeah. You just, well, you don't know what's going to speak to <laughs> yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. And so I, that's, all, that's the other funny thing. They're like, I want to make this beautiful. We're going to have it all scripted. And I'm like, that's, it doesn't. No, just, don't don't just do that. Not just on go. not on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, just do a random video of you falling and face planting it, and you'll get two million. Right. Yeah, yeah, views. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but um, it's so true though because <clears throat> I guess that's the, what I've kind of run into is even when I bring like my network into like some of the you know career some of the jobs that I've had in the past, they're like they're like, this takes a long time. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, chill. Like I have all the people, but we just got to like, I can't, you know what I mean? Um, we just got to like work them and we got to just like be there and yeah. And build relationships and like, te- like, you know, you know, tend to those relationships and, and uh, yeah, sometimes, and it does, it just takes a long time. But I, th- I, th- I like that though. Yeah. I, I don't really, I, I'm in it for the long game. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah. That's what, I, that's why I te- like, I go philosophy over psychology of selling. Yeah. Because like, yeah, you like I served my mission in St. George and I had members slam doors in my face. Like, how bad does that suck? <laughs> like, dude, I just saw you at church. I'm just asking. They're like, oh, I, okay, you. <laughs> that sucks. Well, yeah, like, I feel better about like they're at the pub. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't like, talk I don't to you. Yeah, well, I was cool with like non-members. Yeah, you know, or whatever. Like that was fine. Like okay, but the actual members. But like, I was like, you're in the Ellsworth presidency. You can't slam the door on me, man. You have to help me. You have to help me. <laughs> uh, but so that's when I was just like, uh, oh, okay, whatever. You just keep going because, yeah. like, you, yeah, you just never know <clears throat> how it's all gonna play out. And that's the cool thing about networking. Like, you just never know who you're gonna meet mm-hmm. that like really like really like comes to save you in the end or like you save in the end or something like that. Or like not even the end, but like there's these un <clears throat> there's like these unconventional like partnerships. You're like, yeah, I don't know how we would ever work or like work together, but like, let's do it. Cause you're cool. And then randomly you just, that's it. This is what we met for. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I see with, um, for me, it's like in, in the end, like we're all going to get old. <laughs> already getting gray hairs for my kids and I lost all my hair because my kids you know but at the end of the day it's like we're gonna retire one day and it's like we spend so much of our time working like 
I want to feel good about what I did. Mm -hmm. I want to feel good about like, I know I helped people and I helped them in maybe a financial situation or just like they were going through a hard time. So I was able to like make a connection, kind of boost them. And like, they're able to get going with their startup or whatever they're doing. So in the end of it, yeah, for me, I'm not driven on like money. You know, Mm -hmm. it's for me, it's the relationships. It's the people I can help and um, the impact I can make. And then I know when I'm, you know, I'm taking time away from my kids. I'm at least doing something that I feel good about. Yeah. And then everything comes because of that. Yeah. Like, of course, like it does, but, but when, but I feel like there's that, uh, there's that, you know, I grew up in Iowa. And so the whole thing was like, how do you, you know, how do you like, what happens when you chase a chicken? Like they they just run away. Like you can't catch them. Yeah. But if you just leave them alone, they'll come back. (laughs) Like, so it's kind of like the, how I approach like life is like, the, the harder you chase it, like the more you try to force it, the further away it gets. Yeah. Right? But if you just like leave it alone. Neglect it. Like, yeah. It's hungry. And <laughs> yeah. then it'll come back and, and eat. Come back. I know. I know. I, <laughs> poor example. But it, it works out in my mind because, <laughs> because like, you know, people can like, you know, they can smell like that desperation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They can be like, oh, you're, you know what I mean? You, something's wrong. Like, you know, you wouldn't be trying this hard or, or whatever. Um, at least that's how I felt in sales. Like you can tell like a really desperate salesperson. You know, oh yeah. I need this. Well, and it's like, what time of the month is it? You can tell how they're acting. <laughs> yeah, right. Is it? Is it we're, we're hitting the quarter. Yeah. Like, we're hitting the quarter. We're hitting the end of the month. And then they're, they just change. And it's just like the me. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. if you establish those relationships and you kind of, then it's not hard to go in and be like, Hey, you know, I have a favor to ask. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's could, how could we, could we get this close? today yeah. not because like because i need to get paid no it's like because this is gonna help you yeah and this is why you know yeah. so it's a different mentality yeah those are the best ones those are the yeah. best times i've ever closed is like hey you know i wouldn't ask you this unless i actually needed your yeah help. and I've, I've had to do that <laughs> right but it, yeah but i had the relationship so I could, exactly I could, exactly you I had the go, right yeah so i could go back in it didn't come off pushy <laughs> or whatever so that's so cool that's so great. Well, cool. Well, and I appreciate your time. Yeah. I don't want to take me. all day. Yeah. It's fun. I feel like yeah. we're just like, <laughs> we just chatted. We could have done this at the consumer summit. Yeah. Been just as would have been just as good. That's yeah, good. Um, no, cool. So, uh, they can find you on LinkedIn. Tell everybody where they can find you and how to get a hold of the, your company and things like that. Uh, well, as you know, my website, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. um, so you can just LinkedIn. So Lindsay Ivy. Okay. I'm wearing a black hat. <laughs> Cool. I've got a bubble next to my name. <laughs> that, so, thought oh, bubble. Because you have to have the thought bubble there. I heard people do the emojis on LinkedIn to well, like the, filter oh, to spam. Filter spam. So the thought bubble is actually for We Are Mind. Um, oh, cool. So they, Nick and Levi started that as a way to like, you know, build that community. And like, mm-hmm. hey, we're, you know, we're, we're thoughtful of mental health um, and just being able to kind of show that in a unique way. That's cool. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I actually... I've actually reached out to Levi a couple of times to be on the podcast. Levi. Oh, I'll talk to him. <laughs> we'll text him. Yeah, right. Because it's just cool. Like he's got a really cool he's got platform. A cool, and yeah. Really he's cool got a cool message. story. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, great. Absolutely.